Welcome back, everybody, to the Mozum. Would you like to say hi? What's up, dogs? <laughs> this is episode three of the best podcast on the planet. Definitely, especially at least the best sports podcast during the COVID crisis. No, we're doing this the whole time. Oh, we're oh. going till the end of time. Wow. <laughs> I love the ambition. All right, anyways, we head into our first segment, the good old question of the day. And today, the topic is... That's my question. Oh, well, my, I'm the host. Yeah, but it's my question to ask. All right, go All ahead. Right. So given the uh, Major League Baseball proposal for possibly playing having a season and playing games and getting all the teams in a bubble the question is other than the Colorado Rockies which team in Major League Baseball would you want to be quarantined with mm. other than the Rockies because we both would choose the Rockies obviously yes who do you got I'm gonna go with more on the joke side mm-hmm I'm going to go and travel to Houston. Well, I guess they're all in Arizona. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to go stay with the Astros. Oh. Just all the tension. Like, to step in their shoes, that would be really cool to see how much hate they're getting and how bad they feel. Okay. How overrated they are. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to surprise you. I'm also going to go with the Astros. Oh, shoot. Different reason, though. Great mind. Think alike. Different reason. Astros relief pitcher Joe Smith, married to Allie LaForce. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to... Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll give, you, I'll give you a real answer. I will. I mean, you would think maybe I'm going for my my boyhood team, the Cleveland Indians, but uh, eh, not, not so much. Um, I love the Nationals. You know I'm Max Scherzer fan. Para. Par, no, Par's in, Par left. Par's in Japan. Really? Yeah, he went abroad. So Dang, got some money, he went abroad. So, But I just I just like the Nationals. I just think they're fun to watch. They look like they're fun to be around. Um, be there for when Scherzer pitches and maybe get some pointers. It sounds like a little bit of a bandwagon, though. Just a little bit. It's a little bit of a bandwagon. I'm from Cleveland. I am, I, you know, that's all I got. <laughs> True. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Our next segment we've done once, I believe. Twice. Twice? Yeah. Oh. We've done it every episode then. (laughs) (laughs) Is sports make believe. We make up a fake headline because there is no sports at the moment besides the NBA Horse Challenge or simulated yeah, games. Yeah, we're not talking about NBA Horse Challenge. <laughs> that was garbage. <laughs> Anyways, the MLB. No, no, no. The NBA so, is playing the NFL in the MLB game. That's a headline. <laughs> what happens? Tell me what happens. Uh, well, the NFL has Mahomes and Russell Why, why would they do this? Uh... To fundraise charity. Oh, okay. Charity fundraiser, mm-hmm. the National Football League, and the National Basketball Association. Yeah. Stage baseball game. Mm-hmm. Softball or baseball? Baseball. Okay. Yeah. So that's the headline. That's it. Yeah, that's the headline. Who do you think's going to win? 
What else am I Wait, when the headlines say who wins? Okay. The NFL wins. I I, I would disagree. Why? Because I think the I mean the, the NBA athletes may be the greatest athletes in the world. And the hand-eye coordination of all the players in the NBA, because of what they have to do with the ball, shoot, rebound, pass, is off the charts compared to the breadth of NFL players. Maybe you have some NFL players who have that, but not all of them. And so I think the NBA players will be better hitters. Um, I think they will be um, better in the field. I think that um, they'll just, you know, they'll kick the, the NFL's ass. You got the QBs on the mound. You got Mahomes and Wilson, like hitting. Wilson's not a pitcher though; he's an outfielder. Oh really? I think yeah. What about Mahomes? Mahomes a pitcher. You got uh. His dad was a pitcher. You also got uh the Arizona QB, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, outfielder though. Hey, who, who in the NBA? I, I don't think so, man. You put LeBron anywhere, he'll kick everyone's butt. True. But who else is going to be throwing hard? Nobody. No going to be throwing hard? They're just going to be like doing a chest pass <laughs> with the <a> baseball. <laughs> but Joker's going to be a junk ball pitcher. He's, oh, yeah. He's not going to throw hard. But he's going to have gonna, that nasty. Yeah, he's going to have that 9 to that, that 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock curveball. 3 o'clock? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Okay. That's like a slurp. That's more of a slurp. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever it is, he's gonna put a lot. He's gonna put a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. So a mix of Ottavino and Scherzer. Oh, look, there you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That was all a, right. Interesting, interesting headline. Yeah, that was bad. How much money did they raise? Uh, two point four mil. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Good, good for them. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Right. Who who was coaching? Uh, Pete Carroll, NFL. And, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Popovich for the NBA. Ooh. Good guy, yeah. Right. That that may have swayed it, but they're both pretty good. <laughs> they're both pretty good. All right. All right, well. I had higher hopes for that, that headline. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, well. We had a little conversation. That's okay. Next segment, which we introduced for the first time in the last episode, is Start Bench Cut. This is a shout out to my dad's boy, Rich Eisen, <laughs> because we didn't really steal it from him. We just got no. the idea from him. Oh, God, that's nice. <laughs> and so my dad or I will list three options, and we have to choose from them to start, bench, or cut them. And today my dad will be asking me. Okay. So they're all baseball themed. And I'm just thinking now um, that uh, you're going to a game and seeing a ba- baseball game, watching your team. The Colorado Rockies. Okay. Would you rather see that here? You have three scenarios of Rockies win a 1 0 pitcher's duel, a 17 16 um, slugfest, or a 7 3 victory? 73 is kind of boring. <laughs> And I think if I'm going to a game, I'd rather see a, flug, a slug fest 
in person, mm-hmm. just see the ball travel. Um, and then I'd rather watch a pitcher's duel mm-hmm. on TV. And okay. 17 to 16 as a, like, at a Colorado Rockies game is way <laughs> more It's like no realistic. other place. We know it's, that. It's way more realistic. We know. Because yeah, our pitching is garbage. Yeah, we see more 17-16 games than 1-0 games. So what do you start, what, what, what are you doing? Oh, I forgot that it was that. <laughs> I'm start start 17 16 mm-hmm. bench 1 0 and that only possibility is like Herman Marquez pitching yeah. and then uh 7 to 3 I'm a cut yeah yeah I mean 7 to 3 a win is nice but uh you know cuz you look like you're kind of winning the game it's going well kind of good pitching good hitting but I cut that one too I'm starting the one out pitcher's duel. Any in person. <laughs> but what if you're or, really high up and you can't really see the nastiness or something? Of the pitches? Yeah. I don't know. I just love the crispness of that one out game. Of both pitchers pitching great and the rhythm of them up and down and usually great field and plays and the seventeen sixteen game is fun, no doubt, so I'd bench that, but any day, um, the one oh the one oh game. So a little variation on that. Again, think of a Rockies win. Would you rather watch a walk-off, a little Lodo magic? I like the sound of that. Would you rather watch a route, so not 17-16, but like 17-1? Or would you rather watch a comeback, maybe down 10-1 to and then win it 11-10? to That is hard. I'm definitely cutting a route. That, no. No, okay. Okay. Walk like we're enjoying the game and you just know you're crushing. Wait, if you're at the game. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good question. Honestly, I think I'll have to go for a walk-off. I've only been to one walk-off before. Mm-hmm. That was last year. Chris Ionetta, walk-off walk during a day game. <laughs> a walk-off <laughs> we walk. Were, we were sitting Woo! in the pavilion. Uh, I think we'd just be so sick, like walk-off. Okay. Everybody's going crazy. All right, start yeah. that. And it's a close game. Okay. So, yeah. So, what are you benching? Oh, what are you cutting? Yeah, you you got to do the whole yeah. thing, man. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm starting a walk off. I'm a bench, come back, and then cut a route. Okay. By you. They're all good. I mean, you know, going to a game when it's in a route, well, I, I, I would put an asterisk on there. If the route. Is against the Yankees, that's a start. Well, that's not okay. All right, all right, fair. We're enough. just going to a Rockies. Okay, game. okay, just okay. All right, fair enough. So I would cut the route also. I bench the walk off because why great and awesome and there's no feeling like leaving the ballpark with the walk off. The rest of the game may not be great, but it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, but then it could be a pitcher's duel. I like think you the like. comeback. It could be a pitcher's duel. You're right. Could be both of those things. I like. Maybe you're, maybe, no, I think it's close, <laughs> but I like the comeback. I like because you think your team's down, you're, you're, you know, the people around you are ready to leave, you know how that goes, and you're like, no, we're staying. And they come back and win, and you're validated, and it's awesome, and maybe the comeback's a walk-off too. So, all right, I got one more for you. Oh, shoot. This is individual position player performance. Which would you rather see? Cycle, four home run game. Or unassisted triple play. Cycle, four home run game, 
I heard or you. Unassisted. Don't worry. I'm doing it for the listeners. Oh, okay. So they kind of so they can think about it. We don't want we don't want dead air silence while you're thinking. This is radio, you know. Yes. Or podcasting, okay. so. Well, so I'll just tell them I'm thinking out loud. Okay. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cut. Oh shoot. I think I'm gonna cut four homer game. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a cut for homer game. Okay. I'm gonna bench. Ooh! <laughs> I'm a bench cycle and start. Unassisted double okay. play. Okay, even though it's one play in twenty one out or three outs in twenty seven out game. Mm-hmm. I just have so much respect for it. Yeah. As like fielder myself. Uh, four like four home runs. Anybody, like, I feel like a lot of people, because yeah. it's just streaky, I feel like. The shortest list of, of those things done in Major League history is the unassisted triple play, right? Mm-hmm. And cycle, but, it's kind of, it happens every game, but not just one person. Mm-hmm. The triple is the coolest mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah, I think I'd start unassisted triple play, because it's so unique and rare. I would actually cut cycle because I feel that's kind of lucky. I think just by luck of the draw, you have Wait, these so four difference. Think... I think four homer game would be my bench. So you think that a cycle is more lucky than a four homer game? Totally, totally. But what if you got wheels when when it would usually be a double, you turned it into a triple, or you would usually be. But it's just it's just by kind of pure double. it's pure happenstance the cycle. I think four homer game is. Or you, it's like a pure fastball high and inside, or wherever you like it, four times in a game. Not necessarily. When I you mean, face if someone's grouped, it's, <laughs> man, you're hating. So just as a as a side for our listeners, I am sitting with someone who has turned an unassisted triple play. He may not even remember uh, that. Yeah. Okay. But in uh, back in the days of coach pitch, uh, Cody did do the unassisted triple play. I believe playing for the Cubs, so I am sitting with history at this Now we move on to the next segment which is the legendary You Can't Go With Me. Oh. And this is comparing the all the greatest players of the present, because uh, I can't really compete with my dad in knowledge of the past. Today, I'll be asking my dad this question. And you cannot go with Patty Mahomes. Please name two quarterbacks that are better than him. He is Super Bowl MVP. And he's pretty great. He's fun to watch. Great guy. Great kid. But he certainly... I mean, he was great and all. But if I got a guy who's got to win me a game, I think I'm going with Russell Wilson. I think that he is the... uh, I mean, he just... That... Andy, he's got Andy, uh, Mahomes got Andy Reid designing the offense, all these spectacular skill player talent. And what's Russell Wilson got? He's got Pete Carroll, who's a defensive coach. 
they run the ball all the time. Yeah. They kind of they play the game like, okay, maybe we're going to try to run, try to run. And, and late in the game, okay, Russell win it for us. And that's what he does consistently all the time. That does not happen. Russell Wilson has Lockett, Metcalf, Disley, even though he got injured. And also... You can't mention those guys in the same name, in the same breath with the with the Chiefs guys. Skill no, guys. But Russell Wilson knew every time. Remember we were watching the 49ers game? And in the playoffs for that matter too. No, he threw an interception. I, he still gets him there. I'd still say he he brings a team Mah- along further um, than Mahomes does. I mean, I got I got to go. I'm goping with it, so I'm going to go with Russell as one better. You don't, you're not buying that, are you? You're not going with Golden Boy, huh? No way. No way. I mean, come on. Just because of his, okay. it was just because of Bill Belichick. All right, I'll go. I'll give yeah, I can. I mean, if we're going right now, okay, I can see that maybe. Um, the second one who's better than Mahomes. I know you like some Drew Locke, but I know that you're not going there. So I can't no lose way. this. I can't win that. You know. Um, I gotta go, Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees, same numbers here, Bulls, but Drew Brees is the man. Drew Brees. Not just runs and leads the Saints, he leads New Orleans. And he's classy and he's smart and he gets a job done. And, uh, you know, I think that right now, now Mahomes may do this a few more years and may feel differently, but you got to put Drew Brees on that list. And if you want another one? Mm-mm. I respect Drew Brees. Okay. I think. Because I, I can give you another one. All right, let's hear it. Rogers. Okay. That, yeah, Rogers. Y'all. Rogers. The Hail Mary God. Yes. We all saw that one. He's, he's, yeah. He's a little, a little snarky sometimes, but I kind of like that too. Well, maybe in like 10 years, we'll see if Mahomes. Oh, I think, yeah. It's a diff- It's a harder question in 10 years. Mahomes might be throwing backwards with his left hand. <laughs> or backwards. Oh, yeah, backwards. Or with his foot. our next segment which is a new one and it's called dad's sport life now for the listeners my dad has had the most gifted life possible (laughs) he has so many experiences at playoff games season openers meeting players it's insane and he acts like it's nothing so this segment is about him telling stories and I'll be asking him questions and so forth. So, what is your story today? So today is a story about living that uh, we are Colorado and Denver, and I'm from Cleveland. We thought we'd start with uh, the the drive, you know, which in Denver Bronco history is maybe one of the greatest moments, playing the Browns in the AFC Wait, Championship what, game. What was this? Okay, so 1987. How old were you? AFC Championship game. I was... Um, Almost 20. Maybe I was 20. No, but no, it was, uh, I was 19 plus. And um, that was the year the Browns and Broncos met in the AFC Championship game. And uh, now in Cleveland, even being in an AFC Championship game was a big deal. And so my friends, 
my brothers and a friend of I decided that we needed to go. And uh, we didn't have season tickets. We didn't have any inns to tickets. So they announced that at the stadium um, the week before the game, they would be uh, opening the gates on a, on a Saturday morning. So on, or on a Sunday morning. I don't remember what day of the week was. But anyways, <laughs> we knew that in order to get in line, we'd have to stay in the night. I'm not quite sure how my mother and father supported this or maybe even didn't even know it was yeah, happening. I would think that. Before that, before we did that, but we went down and we brought our lawn chairs and whatever else we needed, and we camped out downtown Cleveland on the lake at Old Cleveland Municipal Stadium. Was it in cold? December? Oh my God, you're crazy! It was a hodgepodge, a potpourri of all kinds of people. Did you say your lawn chairs in December? Yeah. Well, oh where are you gonna God. sit down there? Maybe in your car. We weren't. No, but you had to be in line. And oh. I tell you, it was all cool. Because we're all hanging out, people put a fire in the garbage cans, and we're all this camaraderie of Browns fans. Now the gates, the ticket offices were going to open about seven a.m. a.m. and about four thirty, someone decides, forget this hanging out. I'm going to get in line. So there was this mass of people all of a sudden they're hanging out, at you know keeping warm, playing cards, things like that, and then becomes this, this rugby mass of people wall-to-wall mardi gras in line and we stood there for three hours waiting for the lines to open and you were tired too and we were tired and people were getting cranky so ugliness but we got our tickets where uh where else the dog pound oh shoot so they were decent tickets. so we were decent tickets um well they no they weren't good seats but they were the seat to be and uh, we went to this game, and it was, well. John Elway, right? John, oh, John Elway. And who was on the? John Elway. They had the three amigos wide receivers. Our quarterback, our leader, was Bernie Kosar. Bernie gave us the lead. Um, I think uh, we were up uh, 20 to 13. In the they, fourth. In the, late in the fourth. Oh, shoot. We're sitting in the dog pound, and we are feeling it. We are sniffing it. We are so excited. And we kick off, the Broncos get the ball at their own two. There's less than two minutes left. And I I rue this to this day. You hear the chants around the stadium start going, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Now, I remember me turning around and people saying, Shut up! Yep. Don't do that. You would do that. Don't mess with that. (laughs) Don't say that. And, well, the rest is both... Cleveland Brown and Denver Bronco history. He drove 98 yards, tied the game. Now, what what, what Did gets it last the full two minutes? Oh yeah, he. So they tied the game, went to overtime. Now, what's what is lost in this? The Broncos won in overtime, 23-20, but the Browns had a chance to win the game with a Super Bowl with a field goal in overtime, and Mark Mosley shanked the extra point. From how far? Uh, it wasn't far. It was like maybe 30, 30. Oh, that's so, like every kicker. This. So this it was a rather. Yeah, and uh, you know, but as a Cleveland Brown fan, you wear that as a badge of honor that you went and you were there, and then moving to Denver, um, it was hard, hard to <laughs> be here. And you know, right about when we moved here, John Elway was inducted to the Hall of Fame, so they were replaying all his highlights and that oh, one especially. No. So, but I, I do admit, I do get a little bit of reverence from Broncos fans when they know that I was there. They kind of laugh at me, but they they get some reverence. So that's. 
that's one of my good uh, good moments in dad's sporting life. I would rate that an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Yeah. I like how you guys camped out in December weather. Yeah. It was <laughs> that was not, that was the second game we camped out for. We oh, camped out for the previous week's game two against the Jets. Oh. All right. That was that's the another, next that's one. Another, that's another. Thank you for watching. Have a good day. And have a good night. And today, I will be asking my dad. I'm going to go with the young talent in the NFL. Okay. QBs. I'm going with Wilson, Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. and Deshaun Watson. Okay. So what, what's what's the go? Who, do, who What do you want? You're messing this up, aren't you? <laughs> we can re-edit it. The go okay. is you give me one and say this. Yeah, there's... I forgot about that. <laughs> so... So I'll be asking my dad the question today, and you can't go with Russell Wilson. Please name for me four quarterbacks. No, no, nah, that there's not many quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks that are better than Russell Wilson. That's it? That's all I gotta do? Are fine than four, like I said before. <laughs> I like him. I don't get me wrong, but um, well, got to go with the Super Bowl MVP, right? Mahomes. They've won the same amount of Super Bowls. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna change this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, I brought to you the headline: the NFL is playing the NBA in an MLB game. Who wins? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, but that's not, that's not sports make-believe. That's a... I, I don't know how to shape it into a headline. Okay, how about this? <laughs> that's a, so it's, the, it's a so good it's it's a, a headline. No, it's a good thing, but you got to make it a headline, not a okay. question. The MLB, no, no, no. The NBA so, is playing the NFL in an MLB game. That's a headline. <laughs> what happens? Tell me what happens. All right, well, thank you for watching. Have a good day. And have a good night, everybody. Why would you say good night? <laughs>